Good morning. It's Think Tank Thursday. It's seven minutes after nine o'clock, and uh, we are going to have the incredibly talented Brenda Talent from the Show Me Institute on one hour from now at 10.05. Uh, she's going to talk about the state of the state uh, from the uh, governor's uh, uh, speech, and uh, we'll also ask her about a story about St. Louis schools. Apparently, because of economic development subsidies, they they got shorted $260 million. Doesn't break my heart, but it does show how the money gets wasted. Uh, we will uh, also have a, a conversation uh, with Kevin Jackson in just a few minutes. But uh, Jim Babco won't be with us. But in his uh, in his stead, I have Rex Havens, uh, not live, uh, just recorded. Uh, finally, a guy who understands and can explain women. Uh, it's uh, it's a few minutes of uh, fun and frivolity that we are going to interject into the program. Como buzz in the final hour of the program at eleven oh five. We've got just tons of stuff on Think Tank Thursday. Uh, we're going to kick it off, though, with Kevin Jackson, the KevinJacksonNetwork.com. Kevin, good morning, and uh, I'm just uh, kind of curious uh, what you think of the, um, of, uh, why, why, why did I forget her name so fast? Um, running for, against Donald Trump. Uh, Haley. Haley. Haley, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Pelosi. Yes, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think? Should she drop out now, or should oh, yeah. she keep going? She, she never should have been in it. I mean, yeah, look, the, the idea that Nikki Haley is, they're orchestrating. I mean, we talk about election, you know, interference. That's exactly what Iowa and New Hampshire were. She interfered in Iowa, uh, you know, by, I mean, putting a ton of money. I mean, it's okay for her to fight it out if she wants in a, in a caucus state. And that's fine. But when you get to the primary and your whole goal to become the Republican leader is to get independents and Democrats to get you elected so that it can appear that you're competitive. When, in fact, the Republicans have resoundedly you know, said, we don't want you. The national polls for, for uh, Nikki Haley, Trump leads her by 50 percent in any national poll. But she said she wants us to believe that she's the presumptive or, I mean, is even willing to fight it out for the nomination. And she's using New Hampshire, a state with a population of one million. Uh, I mean, and I'm not trying to, to dismiss the, these people individually, but as a state, they, they don't pick the, the president of the United States. And certainly not when you can let independents and, and Democrats or this undeclared vote. And, and skew the uh, the results. So this idea that she was some, whoo, she's moving up, she's moving up. She finished third, essentially out of three candidates in Iowa, and one of them didn't even show up to to really fight it out. And then she finishes second, di- you know, distant second, but with mostly voting from other people. Her her career certainly in this election is over, and I think her political career. Uh, is is done it's, it, if she wants to run as a as a Republican or a conservative? I think it's over. Uh, you know, if if there had been fewer people in the mix from the get go, the numbers might have looked considerably different than they did throughout this primary. And she's now thinking, you know, I'm the uh, last man standing, and uh, maybe I can gather all the support from all those other candidates, and perhaps. Uh, make a, a bigger statement, and then uh, maybe some of the people who are voting for Trump will come over to my side. Right? Uh, doesn't she and have the that? The saying goes, "Snowball's chance in hell." Nikki Haley is uni- 
universally despised in the conservative movement. And I, I'm sure, you know, Brian or one of the producers has put together the, the flip-flop on, I never said that, and then they go, well, here you are saying it, you know, in the five different areas where I'm not going to raise your taxes, I'm not going to raise Social Security, I'm not going to do this or whatever. And she she's backtracked on all of it. She's a warmonger. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy's called her out for the millions that she's made in becoming a defense contractor. So she she's a war hawk. She wants war, and she's closer to Joe Biden in terms of her policies than she is to uh, to Donald Trump. And I mean, I could go on. The, the, she's a waste of space. Look, and and I look. I know what people are going to say. Kevin's Mr. Trump. I'm not. If you give me a legitimate candidate that could compete with Trump, I would tell you that. Go for it. But under right now, I think Trump is you. I mean, he is the only guy that I know who could have withstood 91 indictments, everything that they've thrown against him with Russian collusion, impeachment, et cetera. The lies of January 6th, this 14th Amendment BS. This is the guy that I feel like God has practically handpicked to say, here you go. And he's already got and I know this is going to come as a surprise to some people, Gary. He's already been president for four years, and he didn't do too badly. And so when you compare that to where Joe Biden is, I don't even know why we're having this discussion. You would think that the Democrats or people would say, you know what, let's just get rid of Biden. Let's put Trump in for his lot, you know, for what should have been his second term anyway, and let's call it a day. <laughs> what else does Joe Biden have to do to, to piss people off to make them understand this guy doesn't have a clue? Uh, is the uh, is the border the big driver for uh, uh, Donald Trump? Is that the is that the thing? I don't think I, I think it's one of the issues, and I think it's what I like about it is Texas and, and uh, you know, a couple of states have sort of drawn attention to it by sending illegals up to New York and elsewhere. <coughs> pardon me, and elsewhere, and certainly that's created a lot of visibility on the border. But I really believe, as the old saying goes, it's the economy, stupid. I mean, people are suffering, and the money's not going nearly as far as it did. I've seen more rants on on the YouTube of people going, I make six figures, and I can't pay my bills with Joe Biden. You know, where's Donald Trump? And you get guys like Michael Rappaport and some of these other Holly weirdos that are speaking out, whether it's just based on how they're treating Israel or how they're nuzzling up to China. So I, I would just say this to anybody that thinks I'm being a homer for Trump. Look at any single issue. Tell me where Joe Biden has impressed you or you feel like he's worked for the greater good or he's for all Americans or whatever, and he's not done anything self-serving. And then compare that to when, it, when Trump was in office, where the man divested himself of all of his properties, et cetera. And by the way, Gary, on that note, do you see, have you seen how ridiculous the Democrats are? Well, Donald Trump took $8 million from foreign sources. How did he do it? They slept at his hotel across from the U.N. I mean, it's gotten that level of ridiculous that they're saying Donald Trump had Chinese people that slept in his hotel, so he's in bed with the Chinese. Well, you know what? He ate Chinese food, I'm sure, in his life, and they're going to bring that up at some point and try to impeach him when he becomes president again. It's that level of crazy. Well, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he took uh, any of the profits he made uh, from those uh, foreign countries and donated it to the Treasury. So I, 
I, I'm not sure he. No, well, I know he donated his salary to the Treasury, and, and uh, I know he, unlike Nancy Pelosi, who it, from 2008 to, to 2010, worst economic period in a long, you know, certainly for decades, she tripled her money, did, made it through an IPO with Visa, who they were supposed to be regulating. I mean, are you kidding? It's like I said. This is the first time, and I believe this in my heart. This is the first time that I can remember in political history where we are looking blatantly at what the left is doing. We have a champion who is willing to point it out. He's willing to go to battle with these guys through through litigation. I mean, using them whatever monies. I don't know whether he's getting donations, but he's certainly probably he's got to have a team of lawyers. And he's exposing every single crooked deal these people are doing, from Fannie Willis to Letitia James to Jack Austin and on down the line. And and we're sitting here debating it when we should be talking about this crooked Joe Biden and his son, who's still defying a you know a congressional subpoena, and all the people connected in the DOJ that have helped this man stay in the power. This is where the real fight is. But we got Nikki Haley, who is a nobody. She look, I don't know how many people are, would would say would agree with me, but I, this is the first time I will tell you, if Nikki Haley were nominated, I would not vote for her. Really? I wow. would not vote for her. That's interesting. All right, I you mentioned uh, Hunter Biden. Uh, defying uh, subpoena, he is uh, ultimately going to uh, acquiesce, and and yeah, he is going to, to sh- get back in. Well, the interesting thing, they, the reason that uh, the Republicans didn't want to have the interrogatories on the floor of the House is because you only get like five minutes, and yeah, then they can obfuscate. You don't get answers, and then yeah. it goes on to the other side, and and so uh, under the circumstances. Uh, they want to be able to ask him questions uninterrupted, and both sides will be able to do that. So my question to you, and I'm going to take a break, give you a few seconds to uh, mull it over. All right. What is the first question under those circumstances you would ask Hunter Biden? All right, we'll find out. It's the Gary Nolan Show on a Think Tank Thursday at Kevin Jackson Network. Kevin Jackson with us on the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 21 minutes after 9 o'clock. Brian has just sent me a very disturbing link. Uh, we'll, we'll, I mean, really, really disturbing. You people will be just stunned. Uh, I'll tell you what it is at about uh, 10 minutes to 10. Uh, we'll share that, and it it apparently is a true story, Brian. Am I am I mistaken? That's my understanding. Yeah, it's a true story. Unbelievable. Uh, Kevin Jackson is with us, the Kevin Jackson Network, and I asked Kevin uh, as we're going into the break uh, when Hunter Biden gets into that uh, uh, that room and has to answer questions. What what would Kevin ask first? What would be the first question he would ask? Uh, so, Kevin, what would it be? Um, Probably, why did all the companies you dealt dealt with all seem to have ethical issues? You know, could you not find a legitimate company to sell your services to? Because you know, if a you know, it seems to me like if a company doesn't have ethical issues, maybe they don't need you. And if they do have ethical issues, why would they hire a crackhead? You know what I'm saying? So it's a no-lose, a no-win situation for him. The other would be, why are most of your business partners either under investigation or in jail? Uh, why don't you mention people by name well, in, see, in your correspondence? I, I, I feel like the Lone Ranger because I've asked this of several friends. I'm the only one who wants to know, 
if you know if if I had him under oath, I would ask him who is the big guy. Well, that's where I get. That's why it's about who are the why. Why are the names? Why are you not using names? Why are you using the big guy? Why are you using our our friend? You know things like this. You're not calling people out. Yeah, when you deal with Mark, you know, so we and so you have a general idea. Or you know, with this issue with Gary Nolan, you know, let's resolve that. He doesn't. He doesn't use names. The other is why did you use burner phones? If you're if you're doing legitimate business, why do you have burner phones? Yeah, but the so, first question, if you ask him. Who's the big guy? Then everything starts to unravel no, for I, Biden. I don't, I don't disagree. I don't, I don't know that there's any particular order, and, and probably that would be the one that helps to... Yeah, then, you, know, to, then to you get to ask him, well, why did you call him the big guy? And what about all this money that you were saving for the big guy? Yeah. You know, then you, you start to really unravel things. Yeah, yeah, I don't don't disagree at all. I it, mine are in no particular order, and and uh, I alluded to it in the in the one. But yeah, if you wanted to go hierarchical, that's probably a good place to start. But another one: Why did you deny the laptop was yours when you knew it was yours? You know, things. Oh, like now that. wait, wait a minute, Hunt. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. He was <laughs> stoned out of his <laughs> flipping mind. He might not have known that it was, <laughs> that it was right. his. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I yeah, need he, your... he didn't know. You're right, Gary. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, so stoned. He he just he didn't remember. Yeah, well, and, and then and here, then he... when all those intelligence agents came out and said it's it's a Russian oh, fake, yeah, yeah. Uh, then he was really confused. Yeah, of course, yeah, that would have confused me too. Yeah, Same story so on the gun 20... application, right? What's that? Uh, same story on the gun application when oh, he applied yeah, he for totally the, gun, the permit to own a gun. Yeah. He was so stunned. He, he was so stoned. He didn't remember he was undrugged. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and there is that little problem of the cocaine actually on the gun when they <laughs> when they che checked it out. So I don't know where that came from. Probably the the same person that dropped the little cocaine baggie in the White House. But transference. It was in the dumpster, <laughs> and it uh, and that's how it got into the the gun. ESP. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they'll come up with a they'll come up with an answer. It'll be a convenient answer, but but I like that that it, here's the thing, and and this is what cracks me up about all these, the primaries and what have you that's coming up. Joe, I hope Joe Biden makes it. I want to say this, Gary. I hope Joe Biden makes it through, yep. but but it, it'll be good news, bad news, because Trump will kick his butt. Number one, but the bad news is it means he skated through all this stuff that he should have been impeached for. That's the only reason. But I don't believe he can. Because once Hunter starts testifying, that's going to put the spotlight on him. And the only thing they're going to try to do to take the spotlight off of him is they're going to, well, Donald Trump, we're, we're going to court. Or, you know, they're going to say something about Trump's litigation, which they know is complete nonsense. People have figured this out. So it's, what, what I think people should be looking at is how is the news cycle going to be balanced once Hunter starts testifying versus what they're trying to do to destroy Trump, that's going to be these two juggernauts battling. And how does the left manage that? Because Trump is going to I – mean, yeah, I think SCOTUS will obviously rule against them at this 14th Amendment BS. So then what happens when Hunter starts dropping his bombs? Because he, what's he going to do? What's he going to say when Gary – to Gary's point, when they ask him, who's the big guy? Give us a name. that It is somebody. So who's the big guy? They got that 10% because once they do that, you can start checking bank records. Oh, it was Gary Nolan. Well, if, he didn't get, if you didn't get your cut, then it wasn't him. So he's going to have to finger somebody. And then yep. it, it becomes a domino. 
Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I know from dealing with Brian that when he says, um, you know, uh, we'll split the fee when somebody misses a part of the show, uh, that if you check the bank records, uh, I, I don't get a share of that. He, no, I'm sending well, I don't him think on. The audience knows how much I pay to be on here every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we pay you what you're worth. Uh, anyway, hey, Kevin Jackson is with us, the Kevin Jackson Network. Getting, uh, getting to the point now where really what Trump will... Uh, will have to do is pretty much just train he'll just have to train his guns on biden and pretend that haley isn't even an issue oh haley's not an issue trump you know once he got rid of her once this this ended he'll he'll do a few more things just to give her the knockout punch but look she just lost the money that she was getting from this uh this big rich democrat fat cat that had been you know funding uh all the it anti-Trump legislate. I mean, you know, the people that are fighting Trump, he's financing that. So his money's gone, and the other money will start to dry up. You're already starting to see people coalesce around Donald Trump. Some of the, the never, you know, Trumpers are now going, well, look, he's our guy, so we got to do something. We can't just sit back on it. And, and so they got to start making up and kissing the ring. And once a few more kisses of the ring occurs, Haley's, for all intents and purposes, for Donald Trump, Haley's a non-issue, and he's going to move on. And, and, and I think, I, I'm not on the inside right now i'll be with him tomorrow by the way i'll be with trump tomorrow but uh back i think he's going to just say you know i'm not fighting down I'm, I'm moving forward and i'm not looking back yeah he'll, he'll start training his guns that's where i was going on biden instead of her but uh every once in a while we hear something from biden that we we just we can't quite make it out and we know what a great oh you already heard it <laughs> Uh, Brian, no, he did uh, something else in his speech recently. That's what, maybe that's what you guys are going to play, but that one with the with the number just still cracks me up. All right. Uh, put the phone up close to your ear and uh, see if you can translate this for us. All right, I'm ready. Mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. And you know what's so sad is that there, you know, if you heard that from a from a candidate that you were supporting, the first thing he would do is go, "Whoa, wait a minute." He seems like he's not all there. <laughs> they still support this clown. Mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that scene where where Steve Carroll and Liar in, a, in the God thing or whatever, and he's doing the the John uh, Jim Carrey's like making him talk for him. <laughs> he's a newscaster. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Kevin, Kevin Jackson, the Kevin Jackson Network, <laughs> doing his best uh, Biden impression, <laughs> and it's impressive. Kevin, thanks for being with us, buddy. Take care, guys. All right, take care. Glad to have you on. All right. Uh, we don't have Jim Babka in the next segment of the program. But, you know, one of the things that uh, my wife and I go back and forth on uh, is the uh, the bathroom sink, which is loaded with all of her beauty stuff. And apparently it works because she is really attractive. And the shoes. Uh, for those of you old enough to remember Imelda Marcus, my wife puts her to shame. So there is uh, a comic that I ran across that um, actually Gary the Liberal uh, sent me uh, this guy, and he understands women. And I listened to this and I thought, oh, I got to play this for you. So uh, guys and gals uh, both uh, should be listening to this. The guy's name is Rex Havens. Rex Havens. And 
I think the guy is brilliant. We'll play a few minutes of him, and it will help guys understand women better. That's next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. 935, glad to have you with us. Uh, we're going to chat um, with uh, Brenda Talent at 10.05. We'll talk about St. Louis schools. They lost $260 million uh, be- because the government gives out these uh, economic development subsidies. They do it all around the state, and we uh, it doesn't make sense. Uh, it, it's not something the state should do. But we'll get into that with her and talk about the state of the state uh, from the governor. But before that, normally Jim Babco would be on, and we usually talk serious topics and have some fun. But uh, in this case, I found this, uh, this guy. His name is Rex Havens. If you're married, if you're in a relationship, and guys, if you're baffled about what good brian and i are talking about this during the break in the other studio uh his wife and my wife apparently are having some kind of a contest <laughs> uh they're they're trying to see which one of us can make dryer shoes the wealthiest shoe store in the state so um and and the other thing is the vanity if you look at my side of the vanity i got just a couple of things there you know something to shave with brush my teeth that sort of thing the whole rest of the vanity is covered with gwen stuff well, this guy, uh, Rex Havens, explains it. So here we go, Rex Havens. All a man knows is when you got a flat, you need a pump. <laughs> All the studies say that men and women are equally intelligent. I believe that, but I do believe that you women must have figured out a way to use more of your brains because I know that my wife's life is more complicated than mine. I know she has to make more decisions just getting dressed in the morning than I have to face all day. <laughs> Women's lives are that complicated. I found this out the first time I went shopping with my new wife for women's shoes. It was a frightening day. I hope I never have to do it again, but I learned a lot. I learned, for example, that women don't just have shoes. Men just have shoes. That's what they're called. They're all called shoes. If it goes at the end of my leg, on my foot, that's a shoe. Raise the heel, lower the heel, change the heel, doesn't matter. Still a shoe, still a shoe, always a shoe. Women don't have a single pair of anything called shoes. They have subcategories for even the slightest change in footwear. Women have pumps and clogs and flats and slings and heels and open toed and mules and spikes and flip-flops and strappy sandals and scrunchy boots and stilettos and wedges and T-straps and whatever the heck an espadrille is. Men don't know what any of these are. This is a code women use to keep us out of the conversation. A man doesn't know a pump from a flat. All a man knows is when you got a flat, you need a pump. And the colors women know. How do you learn them all? But you do. You know every color ever invented. I bet every woman in here knows what color periwinkle is, yes? Look at them. They're going, duh. There aren't three men in the state know what color periwinkle is. Because we're men, and all we know are the eight colors from the big fat crayon box from first grade. That's all we know. We've lost six of those. We're down to black and brown, we understand. But you women know. Periwinkle, yell it out. What color family is it in? Blue, purple, and it's hard to say because it's in between. And men are looking at you like, how did she know that? How did they know that? How did they, Periwinkle, how did she know that? They covered a lot of stuff at that meeting. My wife's shoe catalog, colors I had never heard of before. Aspen, mauve, ecrutope, seabreeze, eggshell, crimson, indigo, khaki beige, honeysuckle, ivory, lavender, sandstone, heather, mist, teal, satin, flax, coral, cream, nugget, pearl, saddle, daisy, black, ebony, charcoal, raven, midnight, parsley, persimmon, pineapple, periwinkle, papaya, peach, purple, pink, poppy, pixie, powder, pewter, peapot, pansy, pumpkin, fuse, pomegranate, peppermint, pancake, pumpernickel, champagne, and toast. (laughs) 
On the other hand, men's shoes, black and brown. Sadly for men, one choice too many. Because <laughs> we got to turn to the wife and go, honey, which one should I wear here? Which one should I wear tonight? Help me out. Come on, this will bust my brain. Same thing with makeup. Fellas, do you understand how complicated a woman's life is because of the existence of makeup? Did you know there's over 4,000 different makeup products in a Walmart alone? Men have two makeup options in this life. Shave, don't shave. <laughs> and women envy that. They wish their lives could be that simple. They wish they could roll out of bed like a man does on a lazy Saturday morning, just look in the mirror and go, oh, heck, I look great. Let's get out of here. Come on, let's go. But most women can't do that. Most men need to have a little understanding. Most women have to get up in the morning, they have to confront the mirror, and they have to start mixing chemicals. <laughs> and there's a lot of them, so they need to know what they're doing because they've got eyeliner, lip liner, brow liner, lid liner, blush, rouge, foundation, oily creams, non-oily creams, cold cream, wrinkle cream, face cream, hand cream, foot cream, day cream, night cream, cream rinse, mascara, lip shadow, lip gloss, lipstick. Women actually have moisturizer and dehydrator. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Moisturizer and dehydrator. Apparently part of the body is a desert and the other part is a swamp. And it takes a serious land management effort to keep it all in balance. Women's clothing sizes are so complicated that men can't even keep track of them. Men's clothing sizes are so easy you can explain it in a minute. Uh, men's clothing sizes are all based on inches. So if I go into a men's store and I say, I'd like to buy a sport coat. And they say, what size are you? I say, I don't know. They say, how big are you around the chest? I go, 44 inches. And they'll go, well, then you are size 44. <laughs> wow, that's a freaky coincidence, isn't it? <laughs> that's the system, 44 inches, size 44. Pants, 36 inches around the waist, size 36. Shirt, 1635, 16 inches around the neck, 35 inches down the sleeve, and we're done well less than a minute. On the other hand, what size does your wife wear? I don't know, 10 or 11 or 30 or MM uh, or summer, autumn, junior, Mrs. Petite. I've, I don't know, 9 or 10. I think 10. I think I heard 10 once, so I'm going to have to go with 10. All right, 10 what? I don't know, but there's 10 of them in that dress somewhere. I don't know what they are, but... You turn that dress inside out, you'll find ten of those little things in there somewhere. It must be, must be like ten femimeters or something like that. Ten, that sounds right, femimeters, I think that's what that is. Ten lady pieces, ten units of woman, I don't know what it is. But all I know is a tiny little woman is a two, so I guess she's five times bigger than that. I guess, I don't know. That's, that wouldn't be right, would it? But it would be logical. The only reason I said two was because I found by asking that a lot of men think that a two is the smallest size there is. A lot of men don't know that below a size two there's a size one, and what they really don't know is that below a size one there is a zero. zero. Look at the man you're with and watch his face blow off. Just look at that. There is, gentlemen. There's a size zero. A size zero. Men are thinking about their pants going, that would be a skinny guy right there. That would be, would be no waste whatsoever. Zero. Not a waste. How do you do that? Zero! It is a dream of some women to be able to walk into a dress shop and say, Hello, I'd like to see something in a nothing. I'm not a two, I'm not a one, I'm a none. I am just too tiny for positive numbers. And in their perfect world, they would try on a zero and it's baggy. But there's a size for that because smaller than zero is double zero. Double zero, gentlemen, is smaller than zero. There's zero and then take double that. 
lot of guys don't know, so I'm going to explain to you the difference between a zero and a double zero. A zero ate a carrot last week. A double zero looks down her nose at the undisciplined pig who ate the carrot last week. <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, it is uh, Rex Havens. Uh, I, I watched the entire set, but but that just so much uh, that just so explained uh, women. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, I think you'll find him on YouTube. Uh, really, really funny. But boy, didn't he nail it! And uh, did you know there was a size zero zero? I had no idea. I. Who in the hell who came up with this? <laughs> I don't know. And all the categories, and he nails it. It was it was funny. I thought it was funny, and it was kind of fun, uh, sort of lighten up the uh, the program this morning. Uh, all right, uh, so here's what's coming up. We are going to chat with Ron Calzone. You know that we uh, we talked uh, with Senator Eigel earlier in the week about the kerfuffle in the Senate. Well, Ron's going to do a little follow up on that. Um, the Republican Central Committee uh, is doing something about it that I found uh, fascinating. So we'll uh, we'll kick that around. Uh, that'll be about uh, ten thirty-five. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, nine forty-nine. Glad to have you with us. I can't find that link right now, Brian, but I will try to uh, dig it up. Uh, it was uh, an anti-Limbaugh screed that I saw on Facebook. It was the stupidest thing I'd ever read. Uh, I, I'll try to. Uh, I'll try to dig that up. In the meantime, uh, something that uh, Brian dug up, and and I thought he was kidding at first. I thought this was maybe, uh, you know... Uh, Babylon B. Babylon B or something along those thought. lines. Uh, but apparently it's not. It's, it's actually real, and you're not going to believe this. But a 50-year-old man who identifies as a 15-year-old girl is welcomed... On the girls' swim team. No, you're kidding. <laughs> did you read the whole thing through? It's real? I did, yes. Uh huh. Now, this news is uh, out of Canada, and Rebel News is the uh, reporting agency on this particular story. It's about a 50-year-old biological male who identifies as a 15-year-old girl, and uh, he was led on the all-girls swim team. Uh, he can also change and shower with the 13 to 15-year-old yes. girls? Yes, that's not a problem with him. <laughs> I mean, that is, that's how stupid these people are? Oh, my God, I, I can't believe this is real. 50-year-old man says he's a 15-year-old girl. And they tell him, yeah, you can get... I can't believe this is real, Brian. we got to do more homework on this. This can't be. I'm still looking into it, but as far as I can tell, at least according to this, again, I it's from Rebel News, and... Um, Let's look up Rebel News. They may be, a, you know, another uh, parody website or something. Because that, uh, that is nobody... As crazy as I think the well, left Well, here's is. the story from Rebel News. I clicked on the source link in, in the article, and uh, Nicholas Cepeda transitioned several years after puberty. So why is this dude being accommodated? Why isn't he swimming in the other category as per World Aquatics regulations? No, there's a complete story on it. If you follow the link to it, It'll take you right there. Unbelievable. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Jeannie said, uh, Gary, thanks for introducing me uh, to a funny guy named Rex Havens. Enjoyed the explanation of women, but not every woman is like his wife or yours. I have six pairs of shoes, and my bathroom countertop can't be confused with a chemistry lab. Some of us are a lot less complicated. Thanks for the great laugh, Jeannie. Or Jean. Jean? Jeannie, I guess. I don't know. All right, you're welcome. Uh, that was the point, was to have a little bit of fun. Uh, all right, uh, 874-9390, the toll-free number is 800-529-5572. State of the state, the governor uh, has uh, issued his state of the state. Uh, we'll check in with the Show Me Institute and find out uh, what they thought about his uh, his speech. Also, uh, this is a Reason magazine. According to a report from Good Jobs First, St. Louis Public Schools took the brunt of the loss at nearly 65% of the total. St. Louis schools lost $260 million because of economic subsidies. This is where the state uh, or the county or the district, they all decide, uh, well, we're going we're gonna to give a subsidy to some company. And, and, and that's money that would have gone to government schools. Frankly, I wish government schools would go bankrupt, but. But Reason Magazine has another piece that's very, it really is related to this. Um, and it, it's a piece by Joe Lancaster. He says it, it, that government is better at picking losers than winners. And it gives several examples. For instance, uh, General Motors IT Innovation Center. Uh, apparently, uh, they announced in 2013 that they picked uh, Chandler, Arizona for this center. Um, and they would create a 1,000 jobs. And in return... Chandler, Arizona, promised over a million dollars in economic incentives uh, between 2015 and 2017. In August, uh, GM announced that uh, they would close the facility, uh, laying off 940 of 1,000 workers. Uh, this is waste of money. Back in Ohio, uh, Lordstown, Ohio, apparently General Motors got $60 million in tax breaks to expand their Lordstown plant. All they had to do was keep the plant open through at least 2039. Instead, they closed the plant in 2019. Rather than claw back the full amount, the Ohio government settled for a $20 million repayment. GM then sold the factory to an upstart electric vehicle maker uh, and got uh, another $24.5 million in grants and tax credits. In June 2023, after delivering fewer than 40 vehicles, uh, apparently, Lordstown Motors uh, filed bankruptcy. Buffalo, New York, a uh, billion dollars toward an economic development project, belly up. Yellow uh, Corporation, this is right next door in Overland, Kansas. Uh, they got a ton of money, and as we all remember, they just filed bankruptcy. Uh, Amazon headquarters in Arlington, Virginia. The point of this is that nobody should be able to go to the government and say, I need money, and if you give me money, I'll create, you know, I'll move here, or I'll create jobs here, I'll build my factory here. If it's a viable plan, banks will loan them the money. Investors will invest. You don't go to the government for a handout unless the private marketplace won't give you the money. And there's a reason the private marketplace won't. They look at what you're going to do and they go, oh, that's never going to be profitable. No, we're, we see no way to get a return on that because we don't think you'll succeed. 
And when these uh, companies hear that, they go to the government. And these idiots in the government, because they want to be able to step up to the microphone and say, we've given them the subsidy so they can create jobs for you. And somewhere down the road, it goes belly up. And if it doesn't go belly up, then it becomes a permanent cash drain. Read the local bus system or any of these other government-subsidized businesses that should have been long since out of business. Can't get the money in in the private marketplace. Nobody's interested in sinking money in your project. That's because they've decided it's a loser. And they don't want to lose money. Politicians, on the other hand, they don't have to worry about it because they're they're not playing with your money. Uh, they're not playing with their own money. They're playing with your money. Uh, let's see. Kathleen says, uh, it's true. Don't remember which news channel I saw it on, but there was a video of this guy uh, swimming with the girls. Oh, my God, Brian. Rebel News is a legitimate news site. One of their reporters got arrested for asking tough questions of one of the lefty leaders and make uh, Canada great again. Yeah, there's a video associated with this story where they were interviewing the uh, proprietor of this club or the swim club. And he confirmed that uh, this person did w- d- was in attendance there. I haven't dug really hard into this, but it's just, you know, on the surface, like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, well, when you sent it to me, uh, and you did it just a few minutes before we, you know, about a half an hour before, I, I thought maybe it was it was Babylon B or, or something along those lines. Who would be so stupid? Who would be such a flippin' moron as to approve this? Well, as soon as we start uh, enabling people by saying, yeah, you, I recognize you as a girl, even though they're a male... We've gone into territory that we've never gone before. That means that any person can say, hey, I'm not uh, 60 years old, I'm 19. And you have to affirm that. It, it, Don't you? It just, it, it's like, I can't wrap my brain around how anybody could be so stupid as to buy into this. It's, it's so incredibly stupid and dangerous. So this pedophile gets to spend time with your little girl in the shower because he says he's a 15-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. No, 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 no. Don't be this stupid <laughs> progressives. Flippin' wake up. I almost used the word I, I shouldn't ever use on the air. All right. The state of the state. And uh, the St. Louis schools... And the economic subsidies with the Show Me Institute next on the Gary Nolan Show. Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. Your body and brain have been burned out for some time. And you're not exactly feeling extra appreciated either. You've got options, you know, at MimmoHires.com. There's plenty of local companies looking to grow their team. And who knows? You might be exactly who they're looking for. If you're burned out in your current position, search dozens of open positions now at MimmoHires.com. Great local companies hiring great local people. MimmoHires.com. 